0: सहना भवते सहनो भुनक्तु सहवीर्यं करवावहै तेजस्वि नावधीतमस्तु so we have been discussing we have been talking about this uh, jeeva and ishvara and here, here the the thing that is important to 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 look at is um, where we stopped off yesterday and where did we stop off yesterday the place where it says That you know in the in in the lecture we stopped off at the last thing is that the differences between Jiva and Ishvara are they are not separated by time or space. So what I said was there is one more other than time and space, a separating factor. So what is the separating factor that I talked about yesterday that I briefly just, you know, mentioned? What is that? Huh? Yeah, exactly. So self-ignorance, Atma Avidya or Atma agyanam, is the separating factor between Jiva and Ishvara. Otherwise the two are one and the same. So, we don't have this Jiva being a spark of Ishvara, Jiva being a part of Ishvara, Jiva being separate from Ishvara. This is not there. Because none of these theories, you know, has. Uh, you know, there are two problems with these theories or theologies. The first, you know, the, the, because the first problem is that they are not in keeping with what the Upanishads say about the Self, about the I, about the Jeeva. They are not in keeping at all. Like, for example, just take the Mahavakya Tattvam Asi. So when you say Tattvam Asi, you are that and that which has already been defined as Sat. Sadeva Somya, you know, idam agre or before all these names and forms came into being, all that was there was sat, that sentient existence, that consciousness you know, which is which is non-separate from everything that is here, everything that is here is nothing but a vikara vikara means just based on name and form as though modification because the, you know uh, unlike pot and clay the pot is a modified form of clay because it goes into the oven and then comes out and then it's it's much more uh, brittle and so here we are not talking of a modified form of sat it's an as though sat as though modified in the sense that the same sat has filled up all names and forms so that sentient consciousness which is in the form of a cause which has a certain causality ascribed to it and that's what makes Brahman into Bhagavan, we have to understand this. How does Brahman become Bhagavan and you know we just have some packed answers, Brahman along with Maya created the world I mean, you know what does that really mean, where did this Maya come from, suddenly there was no Maya. <laughs> And now suddenly she is there. Maya, Aya, or we have to say Ayi because it is feminine. (laughs) So where did this Maya come from? You know, so that's why we have to understand this very carefully that Maya is the cause, is the Upadana Karanam of the Jagat. Upadana Karanam means that which is, you know, that which is the Uh, that which is manifest as all the names and forms. That is Maya. Maya is the magic through which this Brahman inhabits all names and forms. Where did Maya come from? (laughs) Nowhere. (laughs) She was always the Shakti of Brahman. A a potential to create, which was again lying in, in a causal form in, in, the, in the portion which is what is called uh, laya. That portion, the, the, uh, the gap between two cycles of creation called laya. So the jivas are in a causal form and Bhagavad Shakti is also in a causal form. All that is there is this unending uh, consciousness. And that causal form gets activated, as I said yesterday and day before, by the jivas' desires and because of the activation of the the, uh, desires which is again based on Atma Avidya, what gets activated is this potential to create she also wakes up and she imbues Brahman with a status of being the cause of the universe. So now Brahman has a new portfolio, a a new job and a new title, job title. (laughs) So what is the portfolio and job? The job is to, is to be, you know, the master of the universe. What is the title? Ishwara, what is the portfolio, the portfolio is to project, sustain, take back, Srishti Sthiti Samhara, Srishti Sthiti Laya, this becomes the job, so suddenly Brahman, which was Akarta, abhokta, you know, which was all knowledge, all sentience and not a doer, not an actor suddenly gets this new job, what you know, karta, the karta, srishti karta, the creator of the universe, srishti dharta and the the, the sustainer of the universe and then finally srishti samharta, (laughs) samharta means what, the destroyer of the universe this is what you know suddenly the title comes how does it suddenly come because you know it's just like somebody having a baby until these this couple had now you know this first the person was not married and was known as whatever their name was and then the person got married and then they had another title wife husband then they went on to have a baby and suddenly a new title parents, <laughs> you know, apparently. <laughs> so just like that, I mean till then they were not parents and now that they have children they have they are parents, you know. And so like this, so till the Jagat was not there in this particular cycle of creation, Brahman doesn't have this title of Bhagavan, doesn't have this portfolio of Srishti Karta, Srishti Dhartha, Srishti Samharta, and doesn't have a job of you know what is that you know uh, bringing this universe into being and taking care of it, etc. No title, no job, no do worship, nothing. You know, so on this Brahman, what is that? This Bhagavata Bhagavata means the 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 status of being Bhagavan. You know, Bhagavatvam or Bhagavata is ascribed or rather superimposed ah. by what? By all knowledge Maya. Ah. All knowledge Maya superimposes on Bhagavan, this title of Bhagavan on Brahman. How? That's what Maya is. She's magic. Don't ask how. How did she, you know, how did she do this? It's not like pinning the tail on the donkey. You know, these uh, children are blindfolded and then uh, give, given a donkey picture and they have, they have given the little tail and they have to attach it in the correct place. <laughs> and then when they open their eyes, they have, they have found that they have attached it to the nose or to the leg, anywhere except where the tail should be. Maya is not like that. <laughs> Maya is all knowledge. And this all knowledge you know, is the is the cause, you know, is what, is the cause of the universe, is the material cause, Upadana Karanam, and this material cause of the universe, meaning she who creates all the names and forms, and she who is in, in charge of all this, she gives this along with Brahman, so she gives along with Brahman, means she is a Kalpita Shakti, Maya kalpita desha kala karana vai chitri kritam Maya viva maha yogi yat svechaya So this is again Dakshinamurthy stotram and the Dakshinamurthy stotram sings the glory of Bhagavan Who is this Bhagavan? Who is this Dakshinamurti? You know, maya kalpita desha kala. kalana This whole creation of the universe, creation of the universe including time and space is is what? Is a, is a kalpita shakti's kalpita doing. Kalpita means an as-though shakti, which and if an as-though shakti creates, what will it create? It will create an as though jagat. Ha! This is what we have to understand. This kalpita shakti will create a kalpitam jagat. So it's an as though jagat. And again, we are not dismissing the universe. You know, we are just uh, giving it its due and we are talking about its reality. It's a reality statement. We are talking about the reality of the jagat from this particular standpoint. This is not about the existence of Jagat. This is about what is the nature of the existence of the Jagat. The existence of the Jagat is not questioned per se. Yes, Jagat exists, otherwise you know, if you say that there is no, what is that? Uh, There are no potholes, where? On the Indian roads. And then you drive. <laughs> then after that, because you think the potholes are non-existent. Then after that you will have to go to a non-existent chiropractor. Yeah, this is how it is. So, oh, you can't say that jakarta is non-existent. So, we are talking about the nature of its existence. So, it is a reality discussion. Because how many things can be real? Real means that which cannot be negated. That is our first definition of real. Abadhitam sat. Real means that which is true cannot be negated, you know. Did you, you know, the mother will ask the child, did you eat the last cookie or not? Even though I told you, this you have to keep for your sister, and you, did you eat it or not? She asked the toddler. And the toddler says, yes said no. You can't say yes and no, <laughs> you know. Did you eat it or not? You can't say yes and no. You can't first say yes and then say no, or you can't say first say no and then say yes. Only one thing is true and it cannot be negated. Either the, the, the child ate the cookie that was kept for the sibling, or the child did not eat the cookie. You know. So truth is like that. Abhutam sat. It cannot be negated. Number one. Number 2, you know, the, the, it is it should be the same no matter when you ask the thing, you know. So the, the child cannot say, you know, at 4 o'clock I ate the cookie and then at 6 o'clock it should not say I did not eat the cookie and then again at 8 o'clock it should not say I ate the cookie. That no matter at what point in time it should, not, it should be unchanging and undeniable. This is what is our definition of truth. Truth is, you know, that which cannot be denied. <laughs> oh. And then even if you deny it, it doesn't change it. It's just a lie, you know. So, therefore, truth is that which cannot be denied and truth is that which is unchanging. Now, can you say the jacket is real? Because we've already seen now the definition of what is real in great detail. Can you say Jagat is real? No, because first thing is, you know, it is, it cannot, it can be denied. Jagat is not Abadhitam. Abadhitam means cannot be denied. Because then what happens between cycles of creation? Bye-bye Jagat. So then it is, it is, you know. It can be denied. Yeah. And forget between cycles of creation what happens in your sleep. Is there Jagat when you sleep? Well, it is there, but I don't interact with it. (laughs) You know, that means really speaking, you are the only conscious being. Jagat is insentient, starting with the body-mind complex. You are the only conscious being And if the conscious being, what is that, you know, withdraws the awareness into itself, which is sleep, and the awareness goes into a causal form. It is not aware of sleep, it is not self-aware, it is not aware of of anything outside itself, which is the Jagat. And so, can the Jagat said to be existent? You know, so really speaking, this calls into question. The, you know, it's just like now we go all Zen, Uh, it's just like that tree falling in the forest, does it make a sound? It makes a sound, yes, but there is nobody to cognize it, and if the sound, is the sound a sound, without it being cognized, you know? Is, Is it a sound? Can it be called a sound if it is not heard? Huh? If it is not heard, is it a sound? This is where it all leads to. So really you can't deny that there is a sound produced, when the tree falls in the forest, but then is it really a sound if it is not heard? The whole Jagat is like that only. The entire Jagat is like that. Ah, you can't affirm it, you cannot deny it. And yet, it is not there when you sleep. <laughs> and yet, somehow, miraculously, it comes back when you wake up. And then, you know, you can't say it wasn't there. And you can't say it is there. So it cannot be either affirmed or denied. Everything is changing. Climate changes. And what else? You know, everything is changing. And you know, flower was blooming yesterday, today it is withered. Body changes, mind changes. That's why the person, the teenager especially, says, I don't want that anymore. Why? I changed my mind. <laughs> I change my mind, so mind is changing, body changing, seasons changing, climate changing, and so, so many things changing, so the Jagat does not fit our definition of true truth, and yet it cannot be called Asat, Asat means what, non-existent, so you cannot say Jagat is Sat, why? Because it is not unchanging, you know, so it's changing all the time. And you can't say, Jagat is what? Asat, because you, you you experience it all the time. It is there, and it cannot be denied, it cannot be affirmed. This is magic, this is maya. Who is the person making this, spreading this maya? And making this magic, who is the one, you know, who is along with Maya, creating this universe, so that person is called Mayavin, <laughs> huh. Mayavi, and this Mayavi, like Mayavi, Mayavi is also is the name of Ishwara, the one who handles Maya in a orderly and in a uh, what is that in a, a um, infallible way? And this maya, which is all knowledge, is 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 handled to to make this whole jagat in an infallible manner. So maya becomes a tool, a Sahakarini for Bhagavan a, a co-creator with Bhagavan which creates this whole universe. And what, what is and mayavi is also a term not just for Ishwara, but also a local magician. Mayaviva vijimbrati maha yogi yatsvechaya. So who? By his desire, so to speak, creates this whole universe along with her knowledge, his desire, her knowledge. What a wonderful combination. (laughs) Again, desire is not desire to do something. The desire is just the memory and the knowledge from the last, uh, you know, cycle of creation. And so desire and knowledge come together. Vijrambati manifests this universe. Unto that lord of knowledge, Dakshinamurti, Namaha, my salutations very beautiful this dakshinamurti stotra and so here this whole thing has to be understood properly is that this all knowledge and so this is all knowledge material so that's why we don't say jagat is non existent jagat is, is is all knowledge because when you say flower is What is flower? Your cognition of it, your knowledge of it is what is flower. Otherwise you can't say what is flower. You remove the petals. Is is this flower? No, no, no. Those are rose petals. Okay, then what is this? You take out the stem. No, no, that's the stem. And then so what is this? That's the thorn. That's the leaf. And, And that's this, you know. You really don't, and you put it all together. After you have taken it apart, can you put the rose together? Not at all. Even if you try rose, rose, every day you can't put the rose together. Not possible. That is what? That is magic. That is maya, that is Bhagavan, which is Brahman along with its Shakti. Its own Shakti, and as though Shakti, Which is in keeping with this as though universe, which can neither be categorically said to exist and cannot be categorically said to not exist. Ah. Cannot be said to exist, cannot be said to not exist. In between this existence and non existence, this Jagat is there, it's being held. (laughs) It's being held between existence and non-existence. And then so the person who says, I want to dismiss the Jagat, it won't go away. And the person who says, I want to affirm the Jagat, I am not a, you know, what is that? I'm not Brahmavadi, I'm a Jagat vadin. Meaning I only talk about the Jagat, it is is, it it is changing all the time. It is changing all the time, it disappears, it appears, it disappears. This is all Maya. And maya is nothing but knowledge. So when you say flower is, that means what? Flower knowledge is, table is, table knowledge is, rock is, rock knowledge is, that's called geology, rock knowledge. (laughs) So there's nothing, you know, other than, you know, rock means rock knowledge is, geology is, geology knowledge is, leaf is, leaf knowledge is, Weather is, weather knowledge is, climate is, climate knowledge is, seasons are, seasons knowledge, you know, is. It's all, you know, it all obtains as is, is, is. And that isness is non separate from knowledge. And how far is this is and this knowledge spread infinitely? There are things in the Jagat that still haven't been discovered. Suddenly they say, oh, new star. It's not a new star, NASA star, new star which is just like Mercury, and it's got some, you know, name, name, some numbers they've given it. Only two hundred mm. and fifty light, thousand light years away from the Earth. Don't worry, that's not too much. It's only about a fifth of the distance between the Earth and the Sun. See how close it is. <laughs> So, new star, everybody, all the scientists and the astronomers are getting excited. Why? Because up till now, they thought that only Mercury is is a certain kind of a planet, which is, you know, made of metals and all these things. But this planet is bigger than Mercury, but it is just like Mercury. It is orbiting a dwarf star. Of course, too hot for habitation, but then... They thought Mercury was unlike any other planet in the solar system. And they have found one dada of Mercury. (laughs) Dada means grandfather. Uh, And they say it's a new star. What what new star? Somebody came and fixed it up in its uh, orbit yesterday or what? When it was discovered. No, no, no. It wasn't put there yesterday. It is 14 billion years old. And it has come. And why are you calling it a new star? It's new to me, you know. I saw it only yesterday, and nobody else has seen it. Ah. so then they will name the star after this particular astronomer. They used to do that, and then what? You know, and then uh, the, and it's also it's like okay, I discovered it. You know, discovered means what? You just uncovered it because the eyes here, Hubble, Hubble's telescope. You know. It's called a deep space telescope. It can, it can see things which, which are, you know, really hard to find, which are not there. It can, which you don't think are there. It can see. And just because it saw something, and it doesn't, and some of these planets are so far away, and these stars, you can't see them. How do you, how do you establish their existence? You infer them. How do you infer them? You know, you, you, Probe the gravitational force around it and then what first you have a kind of an average idea of what is the gravitational force this many light years away in this region and then what and then based on the gravitational force you can infer the mass and the, 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 um, or the material makeup of the star that it is full of metals. And that it is full of, you know, Mercury, whatever else, you know, they say, you can make up, you can find out, based on the gravity, you can find out all these things. You can find out the shape, you can find out the mass, you can find out its uh, nature of its orbit, whether it's wobbly, like our Saturn has a little wobble uh, when it goes around. Yeah, and it's in keeping with the story we have, you know, in the uh, uh, in the Puranas, that Shani, which is Saturn, is lame. Slowly, slowly, he goes from one house of the Zodiac to another house. Two and a half years, it takes him to cross one house, and then he goes to the other house, and another, and another, and another. So, he is a Langda, he is a, you know, Pangu. Pangu means in Sanskrit word for for lame. Yeah, and here, you know, in the observed, after they observed Saturn with the telescope, they said, Thoda, you know, magata hai. he's got a little wobble when he goes around. This planet has a little wobble. <laughs> and without Hubble, our ancestors and rishis had already, you know, in their astronomical calculations, had observed this wobble. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so, like this, You know, this whole, the whole thing, anything that exists is just knowledge. This is Maya, it's all knowledge, 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 you know. Knowledge of this, knowledge of that, knowledge of how this behaves, that behaves. And then suddenly in another field they have discovered new, you know, deep seas. First we have deep space, then we have deep sea creatures. And these deep sea creatures, they look so funny. You know, they're all uh, like, they emit light because what else the predators have to see them. And then they have a, a ability to switch that light off when they are around predators. So they have an internal electricity and a switch. They switch it on for reproductive purposes to look nice. <laughs> this is their makeup, to look nice to the, to the other one so that they can reproduce. But when there is a predator, they switch off. And they pretend they are not there. It's amazing. This is all knowledge. And this is all. And so even though they say a new species has been discovered. It's not new. It's been there probably older than you. Older than human beings. But we say new because we just discovered it. So the whole Jagat is an infinite discovery of what? Knowledge, 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 knowledge. And wherever there is knowledge, there is Ishwara. So the presence of this planet, when the astronomer looks into it and when the astronomer, you know, who is the knower, merges into that knowledge, that, that is Ishvara Darshanam, that is seeing Ishvara. And when the you know, marine biologist looks at this deep sea creature, and is ecstatic, she or he is ecstatic, oh my God, this is so wonderful, this is how it behaves, and this is what it does, and, uh, you know, it's unlike any other animal, because when they found these deep sea creatures, you know, all of them had this this particular uh, glow, this ability to glow and shut off the glow at will, except one, and they wondered, how come this doesn't switch on, how come, you know, it has some colors, but it, you know, it doesn't have this glow. Well, they found that it, it it can lay and fertilize its own eggs. So the male and the female are in one. Yeah. So it doesn't do any, doesn't need to glow to attract a mate. This is intelligence. This is knowledge. This is Bhagavan. It doesn't need to glow. Why? Because it doesn't need a mate. It just needs to lay the eggs and fertilize, it lays fertilized eggs and then it reproduces. So therefore, although all of its friends needed to have this bhatti going off and on, this, this light, this one did not. It's amazing. This is just fascinating. And so when the marine biologists discovered that, imagine the, the excitement. When one you know that's why all scientists are Rishis because they are in touch with Bhagavan even though they may call them that or not, doesn't matter. When you are looking into this knowledge, you are looking at Bhagavan because there is no Bhagavan outside of this knowledge. And this is the chamatkar, this is the Karishma, this is the magic of Maya. This is the magic. And this this is what the whole the whole thing is you know, the whole Jagat is just knowledge. So, the first, again, just like Sat had two definitions, Jagat also has two definitions. The first one is what, you know, sada anirvachaniyam cannot be categorically said to exist, cannot be categorically not said to exist, it's hanging in between, and, and the second definition we have just seen, Jagat is all knowledge So, it is, uh, the the technical term is Adhisthana Ananyat. Adhisthana Ananyat means not separate from Bhagavan, not separate from Brahman. I am going to write both of them here. So, the first, uh, you know, so definitions of Sat. First one is what? Abadhitam. Abadhitam and Abadhitam and uh, which means non- Negatable, and then the second definition of sat is tishtati is the same no matter at what point in time you look at it. tishtati iti meaning unchanging, unchanging, and because it is unchanging, it is timeless. And then the jagat also the jagat here means mithya. So, mithya means that which is, you know, which cannot be categorically defined or affirmed. So, this is what is called mithya, a dependent reality. So, the, first, the mithya, which is the status of the jagat that also has two definitions. First one is what? Sada sadhyam anirvachaniya. Vaca anirvachaniyam. Sada which means that um, which means it cannot be said to exist or it cannot be said to not exist then the second definition of what is uh, the, the the jagat which is mithya is that it is adhisthana ananyat adhisthana ananyat non separate from the adhisthana adhisthana here means sat non-separate from sat, you know. So when you say that the, so the knowledge of the jagat is borrowed from Bhagavan and it is non-separate from Bhagavan, that's why the, 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 the scientist looking at something deeply is in touch with Bhagavan because that Bhagavan in the form of knowledge pervades this whole universe. So, really speaking, so that this this definition of mithya, this twofold definition of mithya is the same thing as the definition of the jagat because brahma satyam jagan mithya. This jagat is mithya. Mithya means a dependent or a projected reality. Sat means a self standing reality. So, let us just uh, look at this, you know. So, sat means independent reality that is self-conscious, all knowledge and limitless, so that is such independent reality whose existence does not dependent uh, is not dependent on anything else in the universe and uh, which is why I keep asking are you here and when you say yes, how do you know you are here because your existence as self-effulgent consciousness is not dependent on anything in the universe, so it's an independent reality. And also, this, uh, the, the sat is, you know, is, uh, um, you know, uh, sorry, the, uh, then mithya, the, uh, the definite, not the definition, the, the status of mithya is that it's a, it's dependent upon its existence. Its existence is dependent upon sat. Just like the shadow is dependent upon, you know, your body. <laughs> your body is there therefore shadow is there when you go out in the light some few conditions it should meet so your body is there and therefore the shadow is there and so just like that mithya that the jagat is there because sat is there you can't say it the other way you can't say sat is there because the jagat is there no sat is there whether jagat is there or not jagat is there only because sat is there this is this is knowledge the knowledge of bhagavan to create this mithya universe where one takes it for real is is something amazing yeah so this you know this is something which has to be you know understood properly because this is going to keep us in good this is part of the whole vision this is the vision this is a vision of non division now that same maya which which blesses bhagavan which blesses brahman with the status of bhagavan that same maya which is all knowledge is also manifest at the level of the jiva yeah it operates at the level of ishvara uh, it operates at the level of sat you know and uh, which is consciousness you know, and gives it the status of Ishvara, and that it operates also at the same, you know, on the same Brahman, which has identified as the Jeeva. Here, strangely, magically, it manifests as avidya, all ignorance. How can the same thing be called all knowledge and all ignorance? That's why she is Maya. <laughs> Ah. So it manifests in the jiva as ignorance of objects and ignorance of the subject. You look at a small baby, a two month old infant, you know it will go to anybody, it is totally helpless. Somebody will hold it, it will go, I mean what? it won't even protest, because it has full trust. And then what? Because it it is ignorance, it is God, mother ignorance, father ignorance, Relative ignorance, you know who are my people and who is somebody stranger ignorance? It will even get itself kidnapped because it doesn't know any better Same thing you go same baby you visit after about eight months when it is you know one year old or Just before one year old eight nine month old baby you visit after six months after the first encounter And you go like this, please come to me. It will go, no, I don't know who you are. And this is my mother, this is my father, I just want to be with them, I don't want to be with you. It has become wary. Why? Because it knows a lot more, so it's not easy to trust, it knows. It has mother ignorance dropped, father ignorance dropped, you know, stranger, you know, ignorance dropped. And so therefore, if you go and try to hold that baby, it will scream at the top of its lungs. (laughs) Ah, this is this is magic. This is Maya, and you know. So therefore, you know this 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 whole thing is so so beautiful because this is object ignorance dropping. So anatma avidya anatma agnyam the the ignorance of the not I drops on its own. It's infinite also because there are infinite things that you don't know. The not I is infinite. And infinite amount of things in the jagat. So you keep knowing, knowing, knowing. And if a child grows up, you know, in a in a normal uh, background, and then it has go, it has the opportunity to go to school, then what geography ignorance drops, civics ignorance drops, how to behave in uh, in front of company that ignorance drops, A B C D ignorance drops, reading ignorance drops, writing ignorance drops. Arithmetic ignorance drops, science ignorance drops. So those things, the not i ignorance drops on its own, goes away. But for the I ignorance to go, one has to make an effort, ah, one has to choose to know. It doesn't drop on its own. So one can be a great scientist and still be suffering from self-ignorance. Self-ignorance doesn't drop. Not I ignorance, not self-ignorance. The ignorance of the objects drops on its own. And you can Google and find out. But self-ignorance to drop, you have to have a committed exposure. This is how the Maya troubles the jiva while blessing Ishvara. Ah, but it's not fair. There's nothing unfair about it. This is how it is. You know, this is how it is. You know, we look at the uh, that uh, Panchadashi, uh, you know, portion. I think it's in chapter three. Tomorrow I will uh, uh, bring that, and then we will look at it to see how the jiva and the Ishvara split the things in the jagat. How did they create together? And then the jiva said, "I want to do a ship." So you know, silly things it chose because under coming under the influence of you know, uh, Maya. This is the way we understand that the Jeeva is not a creation. The Jeeva is a creation of avidya. That's all it is. <laughs> Jiva is avidya. But then it's not fair. Why is it not fair? Because you are getting to drop the avidya now. Oh, it can be dropped? Yes. How? You know, this is like that question. You know, you ask children some riddles. And what is the riddles? You know, how do you... How do you tranquilize? You know, sometimes these big animals like rhinos and elephants, you have to put a tranquilizer dart in order to take out the thorn from their foot. Otherwise, you know, it's dangerous. They are going to, you know, trample upon you. So, this elephant, this elephant, you know, had a thorn in its uh, foot and it had to be tranquilized, let us say. And so, the question is, How do you tranquilize? How do you shoot a tranquilizer dart on a, you know, uh, on a uh, blue elephant? You know, how do you do this? And then what is the answer? It doesn't matter. You know, you just shoot the, the tranquilizer dart. What does it matter? What is the color of the elephant? And then the next question, how do you tranquilize a white elephant? You know. Then, you know, so the, you know, this is the children's thing. How do you tranquilize a blue elephant? Well, you, you, you have a special dart, a special tranquilizer dart for the blue elephant which you deploy. How do you tranquilize a, a, a white elephant? Of course, the, the mind wants to say, you. then you have a, to have a special dart for the white elephant. no. <laughs> What is that? You paint the elephant blue, and then you shoot it with a blue elephant dart. <laughs> that is, I. This is all crazy. You know, this is this is what we will. This is how the whole. You know, uh, asking questions about why the jiva is ignorant. You know, and uh, this is this is what it is. It doesn't matter. It's 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 all a silly question because the thing is, you 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 the the ignorance can be dropped or not. That's all we have to see. Say, see, yes, the ignorance can be dropped, then what does it matter? Drop the ignorance, is we have a choice, you sit in one place and cry, why am I ignorant? Or you sit in another place where the Shastra is going on, and then you remove the ignorance. That's all it is, you remove the ignorance. And then what? No longer Jeeva. <laughs> no longer jiva. And so, you know, One thing to remember is that the ignorance is also mithya, thank God. It's not that ignorance is satyam. If ignorance is satyam, then knowledge becomes mithya. There's only one sat. And that is all knowledge. This consciousness which is sentient and all knowledge, that is what is sat. You cannot make ignorance also as real as sat. There's only one thing which is real, sat. But why is ignorance? Ignorance is anadi. How is it not sat? Yes. It is anadi, but it is not ananta, it is not limitless. It is beginningless, yes, but it is not limitless. But who is the one who is ignorant? Where is the ignorance located? (laughs) Yeah, it pervades the body-mind-sense complex. Who is the one who is ignorant? The one that is asking this this question is ignorant. Really speaking, there is no ignorance, no knowledge, no guru, no shishya. No Ishvara, no Jiva. Really, that is separate from one another. It is all mithya. It's all mithya, and you know, and this mithya is is it means it's a dependent reality, and the mithya means that it is non-separate from Sat. So this Jiva is non-separate from Ishvara, and this this non-separation is what has to be internalized. This non-separation is, is is the sat, it is not something that this is, you know, this is not something you will become non-separate after you, you know, what should I say, you know, stand on your toes or do some exercise, like this Prihadratha did, staring at the sun with hands outstretched, arms outstretched, no, that's why it is tat tvam asi, That sat sa tvam asi, asi means you are right now Ishvara. But I don't know it. Yes, you don't know it. Therefore, what? Study. <laughs> Shastram Padha. Study the Shastra. If you study the Shastra, the ignorance goes. So then I can also create like Bhagavan. You don't have to create like Bhagavan. That pressure is not there. Then will I have world domination? That desire also will not be there. <laughs> so will I become immortal? You cannot become immortal, you are already immortal. Why? Because you are not the body, you are not the mind, you are not the senses. Oh, so now what? <laughs> so this thing called Bhagavata, again, you can't say Bhagavan is Mithya, you can't say Jiva is Mithya, Bhagavata is Mithya, and Jivata or Jeevatam means the ness is Mithya. Ishwara, Ness is Mithya. So the Ness is Mithya. Huh? Jiva is not Mithya. Ishwara is not Mithya. They are one. They are one, unending, uh, limitless, whole consciousness, which is sentience and all knowledge, which manifests as all knowledge. Jiva is that, Ishwara is that, it's only one. But how did this separation take place? Separation did not take place. But but, but, but then there is a separation. It's an as-though separation. So how did this as-though separation take place? You know, first you answer the question, how did the rope turn into a snake? Then I will answer the question, how did this separation take place? Uh, But the rope did not turn into the snake. Exactly. Yes, cross over to this side. This side means Vedanta. Yeah. Cross over to this side of knowledge. Don't stay in the ignorance. So this is how, you know, why should I answer all the questions? You answer a few questions first. And what is the question? How did the rope become the snake? How did the Shuktika, the mother of pearl, become the silver dollar? How did it do that? Well, it didn't really do that. Okay. So this similarly, you know, how did uh, how did all Satt become Ishvara? Same answer. How did this uh, you know Satchidananda become this hapless, hopeless, helpless jiva? Same answer. How did the jiva become ignorant? Same answer. There is no becoming, there is no coming, there is no going, there is nothing it is a, it is it is mithya Alt, mithya means that which ultimately doesn't matter that which doesn't really exist so why are we trying to account for something that is not there so you can't say you know please tell me you know at uh, precisely what time this is uh, <laughs> this is the the, the logician's question Nayaika, logician and how this is how the logician talks very illogical. So they will. They want to. They want to chart out the moment of the birth of the snake. Which snake? Our rope snake. That's all. So when was the rope snake born? Now, why do you want to know when the rope snake was born? Because you know, I want to draw up its horoscope. It will not be a horoscope. It will be a horoscope. Because really, how can, the, how can the non-existent snake have a horoscope? But it is seen. It is seen, but it's a mistake. It's, a, it's mistakenly seen. Yeah, but I, I would like to have a mistaken horoscope. You are crazy. That's all we have to tell this fellow. Now, I want to chart out the moment of the birth of the snake. Why is that so important to you? No, no, it is important to me because you see, the the, the moment at which a snake manifested, again, which snake are we talking about? Rope snake, okay? Not a real snake. Yeah, not a rattlesnake, not a cobra, not a viper, not a python, not any of the poisonous, non-poisonous, garden snake, water snake, tree snake, no we are talking of ro- the the snake that is perceived on the rope so they will say that okay now we have fixed the time of birth of uh, of the existence of the rope snake so what is the, the what is the existence of the rope snake so when did the rope snake start to exist you ask the fellow and the nayayika the logician say The existence, the first moment of the existence of the rope snake is what is the last moment, you know, it just happened after the last moment of the non-existence of the rope snake. Did you understand anything? Say no, so we can move on. Yeah, you can't understand this because it makes no sense, not because you are not intelligent. You can't understand this precisely because you are a thinking person and this really boggles the mind, you know. So, they will say that Sarpasya for the snake, you know, Sarpasya, you know, Janmasya for the birth of the snake, you know, what... Charamakshanaha, so the, uh, sarpa, uh, Prathamakshanaha, so the first moment of the birth of the snake. Which snake? Rope snake. Yeah. Which snake? Raju sarpa. So the rope snake, Raju sarpasya sya, Janmasya, Prathamakshanaha. So you think they are going to say something very important, because they are talking in Sanskrit. <laughs> So this is the tyranny of the language, you know, I like, like the tyranny of print, anything that you see in print must be true. So anything that is in Sanskrit must be true because our Shastras are in Sanskrit, not so fast. <laughs> so, Raju Sarpasya Janmasya Prathamakshana, let us chart the first moment, the, the birth, let us just observe and video the birth of the rope snake. But why do you want to do that? I want to sing it happy birthday to you dear rope snake. <laughs> so then you think he is going to say, he meets the Nayaika, the quintessential Nayaika. You think the fellow is going to say something very profound about this birth of the rope snake, but not so. So what is okay, you have charted the time, tell me, What is the time that the rope snake was born? Well, the first moment of the existence of the rope snake is nothing but the last moment. It happened right after the last moment of the non existence of the rope snake. Ayo Rama. That's all you have to say. You know, you really can't, you can't, you can't engage with these people and then expect to have some. Semblance, uh, expect to go away with some semblance of sanity, yeah. You know, if you want to be put off from Vedanta forever, read uh, uh, the, Nyayika, the Nyaya philosophy, read Vaisheshika philosophy. Vaisheshika is just a sibling of Nyaya, they have a few, you know, differences, but they are they are very much related. So read these two philosophies if you want to have a sanity check afterwards. Really, you know. So then they say that the rope snake is is you know was non-existent at the last minute of its non-existence. So the 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 non-existence also has a timeline. <laughs> yeah, it has a timeline. They argue. How does not? How can not? How can? This is crazy. How can something that doesn't exist have a time that you know that, that it doesn't exist? Well, the, did you see the non-existent rope snake earlier? Well, no, I, don't, I didn't. I just went out and saw it. See, that means there was a time that the rope snake came into being. And the rope snake came into being after its last moment of its non-existence. So the last moment of the non-existence of the non-existent snake here is the first moment of the birth of the non-existent snake. What are we doing? Really? This is totally crazy. And so this is how they go. This is called Atyanta Abhava, the, the, the non-existence of the non-existent snake. Uh, and then what? Then it is called, then it is, you know, a certain kind of an existence of the non-existent snake when we chart its birth and then give it a nice little cake with a candle on it. Not, the candle only happens after one year. So, you just make it a birthday cake. You're celebrating its original birthday. <laughs> really. And then what? Then you get, then this fellow, which fellow? The one who was seeing the rope snake suddenly, you know, uh, saw the, uh, the, the snake, snaked differently. Why? Because he the headlights of the passing car, he, he was standing, he or she was standing in the backyard and the headlights of the passing car shed light on this snake and revealed it to be rope and then what happened snake disappeared rope came now tell me what was the birthday of the rope what was the uh, the, the, the time the birth of the rope took place and according to the Nayayika, what is the answer <laughs> the birth of the rope coincided with or happened soon after uh, what the death of the snake so the last moment of the existence of the rope snake is what? The first moment of the existence of the rope. Wrong, totally wrong. Because really speaking, there is no difference between the rope and the snake. It's not that the snake is lying side by side along with the rope. Then you can have this nonsensical argument and maybe make some sense out of it. It's not that there are two things lying in a curve, side by side. One is rope, one is snake. No. It's the same thing upon which the snake is projected by your ignorance. Oh, okay. Nayaika does not go away. Nayaika means the logician still stands. What now? We have an answer for that. <laughs> We say that it is a mutual non-existence. Because when you see rope, you don't see snake. When you see snake, you don't see rope. So you see anyonya abhava. So it's a mutual non-existence. You know, you just feel like banging your head against the the first surface that is available. (laughs) Really. What do you mean mutual non-existence? Is it an option to see the snake? Is it an option? Are both of them equally true? You know, if it is equally true that that which you call a rope is also a snake, then you can talk about mutual presence and non, uh, you know, absence. Or if the snake and rope have some kind of an agreement, you know, that whenever the snake is there, the rope disappears, whenever the rope is there, the snake disappears, then you can have an agreement about this. But here, all that is there is rope that's why it is called aropa the snake is aropita upon the rope yeah there is nothing other than the rope where is, there is the snake the snake is in your head in the form of a fear that's all it is because the snake is generally something to be afraid of and so anything that lies in a bend like this you know is is something that you know is, is a, the snake is nothing but a projection and the projection happens Because of your own ignorance of what? Not the snake, the rope. Your ignorance of the rope makes it have this projection. You know, Ah, this is what the whole thing is. It's just mind-blowing, fascinating, absolutely fascinating. And so therefore what? So the, so you can't chart the last minute of the non-existent snake and the first minute of the uh, non-existent rope. And then say that they have a mutual, you know, there is a mutual non-existence. Anyonya abhava. And there is an absolute non-existence. Atyanta abhava. This is all, you know, this is, they, there are not kinds of non-existence. You can't say that there are degrees or kinds of non-existent. Non-existent is non-existent. There is no point in talking about it. So that's why I say that you know the difference between Jiva and Ishvara is as though and that which constitutes the difference is like the, the, the Ishvara wearing a wonderful dress made up of sequins and border, gold border and fine velvet cape. And the jiva is covered in a cloak of tatters and lined with fears and tears. And then the jiva says, oh, help, 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 you know. And the jiva is cloaked in ignorance. Ishvara is clothed in glory. Don't go by the clothes. Huh? Take off the cloak from the side of the jiva by exposing it to knowledge. And take off the cape on the side of Ishvara, the glorious cape. How, you know, let's say you can sort of hasten a pralaya and then take that off. Take off the portfolio. All that is there is Brahman. All that is there is sentient consciousness. So then if that is the case, then what what can this Jagat do to me, you know? What can this maya do to me? How can it trouble me? How can it afflict me? If I know that this is just a surface difference between myself and Nishvara? essentially speaking, there is no difference. Even though I continue in this body-mind-sense complex after the knowledge is gained, then there is still no fears, no tears, no identification with the body so no sense of mortality no sense of affliction no sense of time no sense of anything it is just because one is still in this body but one is not afflicted and affected by Maya and that's why you know there is a wonderful verse Maya Megho Jagat Niram Varshatu Esha yada kada so what is self knowledge how does this how do the walls between ishvara and jiva which seem insurmountable how do they break down and it is it is talked about here very beautifully also from the panchadashi maya meghah look upon maya as a big rain cloud And what is it raining? If maya is raining, the rain must be jagat. And rain we can say R-E-I-G-N and R-A-I-N. Maya is raining jagat all over the place, pun intended. And so, you know, you say what? Let it rain. You know, sung to the tune of let it snow. So, (laughs) let it rain. To Esha, let her rain here and there, yada, kada, wherever she wants. Let it rain, no problem. You know why? Because, you know, you are what? Akasha, you are space. So when it rains, does the space get wet? No. Does the space go achoo and have a cold? No. Does the space need a raincoat? No. The space is not wet. Doesn't need a raincoat, is not affected this you know, is not affected by the rain. Similarly, the chidakasha, this this space of knowledge, <laughs> this place of abiding in the knowledge, chidakasha You know what can what 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 can cover what can go wrong with this chidakasha? What is the loss if the jagat is there? <laughs> Let it rain, let it rain all over the place, no problem. So the space, you know, what is wrong with with the space? Nothing, the space is unaffected. Similarly, the one who is occupying the space of this self-knowledge of oneness, you know, is unaffected, unaffected. And then in kahanihi, what is the loss? Kolabha, there is no gain no loss let a hundred jagats reign by maya very very beautiful this is the place of Pragna, a person who abides in their own glory yeah so that is uh, you know that is the that is the truth of this yeah so more we shall see tomorrow om Pur namah dash purnam idam purnam so to clarify when Jiva and Ishvara drop their nest status they both remain Ananta because both are correctly identified with the limitless whole and have dropped their appearance only meaning. In this yeah. So Ishvara is all knowledge anyway. Ishvara is not affected by the cloak he she wears. So Ishvara doesn't need to drop the nest. Ah. So Jiva has to see, doesn't have nothing has to drop. Jiva has to see through the Jiva ness and the Ishvara ness. Yeah. That's what it is. Jiva has to correctly identify with the whole. Ishvara is already identified with the whole. Oh, oh.